0: This Wellness Couch podcast is brought to you by the Wellness Couch Club. Get exclusive access to the Wellness Guys and Marcus Pierce in live events, webinars, newsletters, and more for less than two bucks a day. Go to www.thewellnesscouchclub.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Abnormal Psychologist, the show that shares everyday insights into getting the best out of your mind, body, and lifestyle. Now, please welcome your host, the abnormal psychologist herself, Carrie Thompson Casey.
1: Hello there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Abnormal Psychologist with me, your host, Carrie Thompson Casey, the show where we are giving you the how-to to get the best out of you. And now we're up to the 13th episode. So we've had 12 episodes and it's been such a learning curve for me and I've had so much fun, lots of great emails coming in from the listeners. It's so great. I just can't wait to meet you all somehow. I can't wait to hear more about you all. Um, But today I'm really excited because I've got two wonderful women to talk to about their story and their journey in health and well-being. And one thing that really amazes me about these two women is that they're continuing effervescence and positivity and they're merrymaking and that's who they are they are the merrymaker sisters so welcome Carla and Emma
0: Thank, Thank you, Carrie. We're well, so
1: excited. Yeah, super excited. Yeah, me too. Now, <laughs> how I came across you is I did see you bits and pieces around the place on Facebook and some of your fabulous paleo recipes. But we actually got linked up because of my husband. I think You, yes. you did the cave camps with that paleo show with Brett Hill and yeah. um, I think Steve Hader and is it Sarah? They were all, so you guys all sort of had a bonding trip up at the Sunshine Coast last year.
0: Yeah. We did so much fun. It, it was, was so, yeah. so much fun. Like the the relationships we made up there, like, you know, we're just, it's like we're friends forever. So it was so great to meet Tony and all, everybody. And and actually, Clint, who was on there,
1: um, we actually interviewed, well, I interviewed him on the show as well. So Oh, we'll have to listen to that one. Yeah, so that was um, talking to him about his transformation and and health choices and mindset about how the, where your brain has to be when you're making such significant changes.
0: Clint's amazing.
1: He is, yeah, very inspirational. And Amy, his partner as well. Yeah. Yeah, they both are. But we want to hear about you guys today (laughs) because you guys have got a really, you know, you're you're so young but you've achieved so much. So tell us a little bit, I don't know who wants to start, Carla or Emma, but tell us a little bit about your story about how you ended up being in a place where you've got almost 17,000 followers on Facebook. Tell us.
0: Yeah, well, um, I guess the Merrymaker journey was a very, and still is, organic one. We never really knew what it was going to become or what kind of path we were taking. It was, um, the catalyst for us was that we began eating a paleo diet. And um, this is Carl talking, by the way, and that actually began with Emma, yeah, so I found out I had a gluten intolerance and started investigating on how food impacts how I feel. So, you know, started playing around with gluten-free um, and then I came across this paleo diet and I started following it and then, of course, Carla joined along and it was like four weeks later and I just felt 100% different, 100% better. So we just continued eating that way and Carla actually started just sharing our recipes on her personal Instagram and people were really into it. Like they wanted recipes and we were so excited to share it with everybody so we basically like we kind of got sick of typing out the recipe over and over again. So we thought to ourselves, like, we need a place where you can put it on, you know, put it on the internet or something like that. <laughs> uh, we, we're not very tech savvy. We definitely weren't back then. We're a bit more now. Um, so we literally googled how to start a blog, um, and that was the beginning of the Merrymaker Sisters. We hit publish on our first blog post, and we were like, cool, it's up there. Like, let's do this. Started promoting <laughs> it to our friends. Like, hey friends, come and follow us. <laughs> Um, and yeah, like since the very first day, we knew that there was something special about this and that we just, we got so much joy out of sharing recipes and sharing our journey of, you know, health and happiness that we had to find a way to make our full-time career because nothing had ever brought us so much joy Um, and that's where the name originated from as well like the merrymaker sisters merrymaker means to bring joy to and that's what paleo did and since that day it's just been you know this big happiness journey of like trying to figure out a way to make it happen So we went to like blog conferences and we learned a lot about blogging and things like that. We saw that other people were doing full-time blogging, so we knew that we could do it as well. So we set the goal to be able to merry-make full-time by the end of 2014 um, and we quit our full-time government jobs july 2014 so we did it six months early jet set off to new york wow (laughs) as you do (laughs) Um, just to get re-inspired and like really kickstart the full-time merrymaker project and yeah it's really it has been this huge organic journey of we not we're not sure what we're doing next but this is our vision and this is our idea and you know we're the sort of people that give anything a go once and that's how it has always been. And I think, you know, part of our journey, like we were catering for a while. We were doing like skin care, like, well, like maybe we could do this, maybe we could do that. And still to this day, we have new ideas every day and it's, and that's the joy of it. So how, I mean,
1: you say it happened very organically. So obviously mm-hmm. as sisters, you get on pretty well. Yes.
0: We get on super well and that's like been a forever thing like even growing up we got on really well. Yeah. And this just like brought us closer together. So was when
1: were the merry makers born like so the blog what year was that how long ago? Oh,
0: yeah. um, it was early 2013. So February yeah. 2013 was like the beginning.
1: Yeah. And so and so really was it even it was less than 12 months before you were able to leave your
0: jobs. It was just over 12 months, so it was July 2014 that we left.
1: Wow, that's impressive. So, And so what do you put that down to, you know, from being
0: two women? Were you living together at the time? We Yeah, we were living – when we started, we were living at mum and dad's. Still. Yes. Yeah, okay. And then we – you moved out for a little while. Yeah. And then we bought a house together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was in August 2013. Yeah. Yes. But I think – What really helped us to, you know, become full-time bloggers, full-time merrymakers was just our knowing of this is what we wanted to do. And it was sort of like we'd try one path and if that didn't work, we'd just try another thing. It was like whatever happened, whatever hurdle came, we would get over it. I mean, like along the way we got so many no's. Like, we would do proposals, um, you know, have these great ideas and they wouldn't come through. But you know what? We didn't let it phase us. We didn't let that get us down. We just found another way. Yeah. Cause we, it's like we had found this thing that brought us so much joy that we knew that it was going to be our forever career. So anything that got in the way or like any like obstacle, as Em said, like we just saw it as a step. And it was like, okay that didn't work but this is going to work so that's the biggest thing i think to never ever ever give up on your dream because usually you're like you know you're a centimeter away from achieving your goal like when when most people do give up it's like when you're so close that maybe just around the corner was the door that was going to open that was going to be your your big thing yeah so like that's sort of the mentality that we've kept all the way through and we still have that every day and we also see like negative negative sort of occurrences or things that don't go according to plan. We just see them as life lessons or as lessons. It's like all blessings in disguise. Yeah, all blessings in disguise. And that's exactly what we say. We keep it positive the whole time. We never get down. We just like, okay, this wasn't meant to be. But you know what? It's happened for a reason Mm -hmm. and down the track we're going to know why, but at the moment we don't, but let's just move on. Yeah, and, like, another thing we always like to, you know, look back on our journey of, you know, the two years that we've been doing this and remember that it wasn't always easy. Like, we have, like, we feel that, that we make it easy because we have this mentality. But when we look back at the work we've done and what we've, you know, tried to achieve, it is a lot of hard work. It's a lot of dedication and commitment to your dream, to your bliss. Um, and that, again, that's what's going to make you succeed. Like if you have that commitment, if you have that drive, every day you're waking up and you're trying something new or you're, you're sticking to your project and you're getting it finished, you're going to end up achieving that goal because you've got that passion, you've got
1: that commitment. Yeah, that's interesting because that's some of the parts of positive psychology. If you look at some of the definitions, um, I think some people talk about it being what is it that makes life worth living, or I guess another way to say that is what gives your life meaning. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. some people really struggle with that because we do tend to, you know, get in the car or get on the train and yeah. and and go to work and sort of have a whatever kind of day, and then come home and cook up whatever kind of dinner, yes. and and people get a bit stuck and not realizing that they need to take it some time out get some breathing space and maybe mm. find is it, find out what it might be that that gives them a meaning and what makes their life worth living and mm-hmm. sometimes it's not always the career and that can be fabulous if you can make an in, income from doing what you love mm. um and so tell us if you can give us a couple of the mechanics of what it might be that you guys say to yourselves or actively do
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you've had some of those no's
0: yeah Good question, we have a lot of tools that we use. Probably the biggest one that we always use is now. Now is the time. If we receive like a no or a setback, we always like come back to the present moment and like look around, like look outside and we think, oh wow, like look at the world, look at the trees, (laughs) things like that. We try and notice like beautiful things that are part of the world. And we go, okay, now's the time, like this is all that we have. Let's move on. I, like, yeah. It's as simple as that. Like- it's, yeah, <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting you say that because
1: actually in one of the earlier interviews I did with Sam Bailey, he is a, an amazing fellow who had a car accident when he was 19 and is now in a wheelchair. And his dream in life was to run a farm. And he and his wife, Jenny, are now, are now doing that. Um wow. on the farm, running a farm, and he's learning how to fly. He's flown ultralights and has not, sort of never really he, – he talks about himself being someone who's had a bit of bad luck. But some yeah. of, one of the moments actually, and that was, it was such a great experience to go and interview him, was we were, you know, in his kitchen and looking at the window and the rolling hills of – well, it's not that many hills, but it was out in the paddocks. And he'd just say, you know, how could I get down when I, when I look out and I see that? Yeah. You know, it was a beautiful yeah. sunny day. And um, and obviously out, you know, in the bush they want more rain. And, and that was yeah. a problem. But he said, you know, I'm here, I have my, you know, I have this beautiful day before me, you know. So it's 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 a, a theme that I've heard across a lot of the people that I've been interviewing. Yeah. So that's a really great strategy, I think, is is to be very present in your mm-hmm. in your now and, and what's happening for me right now. And I think a lot of people also talk about some of those no's and those challenges and that resistance being an opportunity for change and yeah. and being open to that is is another actually another part of positive psychology um, where we're trying to people who work in this field are trying to get people to be more open to experience and to do that they often need to be more resilient and to be more resilient we have to have more positive experiences but it's actually us creating those positive experiences or positive interactions with other people so we can have those positive emotions that can lead to that resilience so whether that's patting the cat or whether it's listening to affirmations and you guys sound like you've had it used a few affirmations today things that 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 (laughs) mantras almost that help
0: drive that positivity yeah Yeah, totally um like we've definitely done a bit of research i guess documentaries reading on the power of negative talk negative you know talk in your head so we realized that we pretty much did this like our whole teenage years we're like oh Oh, that's bad, isn't it? Like, you yeah. know, we're creating this negative feel in our, I don't know, in our bodies, in our minds, creating our future with all these negative words. So we just simply started to switch it. And we and did it, that. Wasn't sim- it wasn't simple. it wasn't simple of the it was like as we as much as we say we simply switched it, that is simple, but doing it isn't simple and it, it is a process. Like yeah. it's it's a habit that you exactly. have to recreate. A habit. And um great thing is that we had the support of each other so as soon as we heard someone say something like oh like this about today or this person did that it's like hey let's come back let's come back to now let's send love we say that a lot send love yeah. <laughs> um and yeah and the I think the most important thing to remember is that you're not gonna think positive all the time you're not gonna be positive all the time. Like that's life because you do have bad moments but it's about how fast you can come back so if you fall into a negative trap or you you go to like a friend's house and you've got that they've got that negative vibe and it, you catch it and suddenly you're home and you caught the negative vibe. it's not about the like it's not about beating yourself up and saying oh man like I was being negative because that again is just negative breeding negative so it's just about how fast you come back from when you do fall back into those negative moments so we often will have times where we're like oh this happened and it'll be you know you'll be five minutes of like negative talking and then we're like hang on a second we're aware of it thank you for that thank you for that conversation and now we're going to move on and you know we're back to that positive sense so that's really That's great. I think I think and I think it's it's quite different for a lot of people obviously. So
1: I think it's if you can think of it like a spectrum, so somebody who's quite depressed, for example, it's very hard to think mm. positively. And as a clinical psychologist, if I have a depressed person in front of me mm-hmm. and, you know, in the very early stages of treatment, yeah. you know, it's it's so far away to try and think positively, but sometimes I'll ask them to even just get to a neutral place. Yeah. So because so sometimes those tapes are playing, as you said, the, the ta- I shouldn't say tape, that shows my age. The, the you know, the MP3 is playing in their this mind a- constantly. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm not enough. I'm yeah, unlovable. Yeah. I'm unlikable. And there's actually yeah. quite common themes to where people are playing. You know, it's, yeah. it's usually along those unlikable, unlovable themes. And so, what I often ask them is is to get to neutral. But I think for those people who aren't experiencing chronic depression or a depressive episode, that that understanding, as you said, the influence of of listening to what you're saying. What am I saying to myself? Yeah. Is it keeping me stuck? Or is what yeah. I'm saying, am I being my own cheerleader? Yeah. And, and that mind-body connection as well. I think, you know, we have to be nice to our body as well so that they can work together. Because yeah. sometimes I think we live so much in our heads that that we oh, do get a bit lost. Totally.
0: 100%. And um, like as Carla said before, like it is going to be a process, a new habit to create. So yeah. what we did at the start was like we – like we actually started, like, looking at ourselves in the mirror and actually, you know, giving ourselves a compliment because you never really do that to yourself. And that actually, like, you know, it goes into other aspects of your life. You know, you start your day off when you're brushing your teeth, you give yourself a compliment, you're feeling more positive. And then, I don't know, the day just sort of ends up being a little bit more positive. Hmm. And that's that's another thing like, yeah. that we did is that we started, like, a Pinterest board of, like, quotes that inspire us. Oh, and and like you know, we do that all the time. Like we just pin new quotes, and we're like, yeah. "Oh wow!" Like, and you because re- you're reading it to yourself. Yeah, like you're taking it in, and it's like you're, you're saying it to yourself. And not only do we keep them to it ourselves, like we share those with our with our community as yeah. well. Because I don't know, like like the one the quotes we share every day are always relevant to the journey we've had that day wow, yeah we yeah we just love sharing that with our community and yeah. it's so interesting to see how like relevant it is to other people as well like we get comments and things where people are like oh wow i really needed this and i had this bad day but now i feel better and it's like yeah these things do work yeah. the power of positive words yeah
1: so uh, i don't know if you've seen hungry for change i'm sure you have yes, yes. but uh, did you It reminds me of what um, Dr. Christiane Northrop says in that, how she says if people could stand in front of the mirror, I think she says 28 days or 30 days or something, and every single day... Say to themselves, "I love myself yeah. unconditionally as I am right now." And, yeah. then, and even if they say that the first day, or the second, or fifth day, or sixth day, and all those uncomfortable feelings come up, that to persist, to keep going, yeah. and get to day totally. fifteen and twenty, and be able to say, "I love myself as I yeah. am unconditionally right now." I don't know if that's exact words, but it was something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. and but, yeah, I think we watched that, and then Louise Hay, of course, does that as well. Yeah, and we all like, "Oh, that's genius!" Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so tell me a little bit more
1: about the journey of the Merrymakers as, as a brand. So you guys, you, you know, you've got a thriving Facebook community that has, you know, arisen from what you said was your little Instagram community of friends. Yeah. So you must get a lot of feedback about the because you've got a few ebooks out now, haven't you?
0: Yeah. So we launched four five ebooks actually um wow. which throughout our I guess our lifetime of merry making which is really great and they're um all recipe ebooks and I guess yeah the community building again was a super organic thing. It's all like I guess for anyone wanting to start up their own community the the biggest thing we always say is consistency and you know being there being present on social media, so we kind of make sure that we post a certain amount of times a day, and we post around three to four times a day, and we're sharing other people's content, so we're collaborating with people. Um, And then we're also sharing like our recipes from the blog. We're putting those onto social media and things like that. And for us, like the community is just about creating a support network for other people to come and feel safe and feel like come and leave inspired. Like that's always our goal is for somebody to come over to our page and be like, oh, wow, like I'm inspired to go and create that recipe or I'm inspired to go outside and enjoy the sunshine and things like that. So that's always been our goal and that's, the intention we keep in mind when we do share anything Um, and we always say like to anyone like asking oh you know how did you get such a big community and how did you do that we always just say just focus on your contribution and not your significance and yes yes. and that's what we have always done so I mean we could have a thousand followers and we'd be posting the exact same quality the exact amount of content because the number to us doesn't really phase us. It's all just about creating that support network
1: and the quality and content. I have to say, is amazing. Your your photos are just beautiful, oh, oh, really beautiful, and they are so inspiring. Like sometimes, you know, the ingredients are so simple, but they're arranged so beautifully. You know, you do a great job. So, who's the photographer?
0: I Carla am. takes a photo <laughs> <laughs> and we both eat it. Yeah. <laughs> we both
1: cook it and make it
0: and then we both eat it. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: you guys had an even bigger brush with fame there. I mean, apart from jet setting to New York, which I'd love to talk to you about, but you also did recipes to riches. Yes,
0: yeah, so that was fun. <laughs> yes, so Carla was chosen her, well, our recipe was chosen to go on Recipe to Riches and Carla's a bit more of the, I love the, she loves the TV and like being in front of the camera, so she took that on. Yeah, it was definitely a very interesting experience, nothing like I'd ever experienced before. One um, thing we did learn is that we'll never do reality TV again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why is that? Do tell. Yeah. Oh, well, it's like it's just a very intense Environment, the TV, um, and I mean, a very long process as well. Like, I was only on one episode, but you know, that happened six months prior to actually airing, and wow. it was like a lot of auditions and a lot of meetings and uh, things like that. And it, like, it was very fun. Like, I mean, I had so much fun, but it was just interesting to watch it, you know, how it was aired and how it was edited. Yeah, they say that, um, don't they? yeah because I mean, I didn't – I don't, as you can tell, talk in hashtags, <laughs> but they like to portray that I did. So. Oh, really? So yeah. I we don't
1: have, like – um, you know my husband Tony and he thought he'd move yeah. our aerial, but he's never actually put it back on our house. So we <laughs> don't even have a Um No, well,
0: wait, do you know what? We do not even have a TV. We had to go to our mum and dad's to watch it. So <laughs> That's that was so pretty sweet. funny. Um but yeah, no, it was it was fun and it was definitely it was so great for building more awareness of the Merrymaker Sisters and that was our goal for being like for getting on national television, like that is kind of priceless in the sort of media world Um, so it was just great to raise the awareness of the healthy happy messages that we do share
1: yeah no awesome and uh, as you were saying about the filtering with the reality tv Mm -hmm. again it brings us back to that idea of perspective that you know how you see the world and how the director or producer or the editor saw you in that experience was obviously quite different it's it's very interesting so i'm just wondering i would there's probably so much I want to talk to you about. We're probably yeah. starting to get close to the end of our time. But I was just wondering if you could tell me what you've learned about people through your experience of being the Merry Maker Sisters.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, one thing we definitely learned early on was that most people just want to help and they actually get a lot out of helping. So we've always made a conscious decision to ask for help when we need it. And that has been instrumental in our journey. We've had many people, many mentors, um, many people who have just helped us in little ways that has got us to where we are. And it's such a nice thing to learn about people too because, I don't know, like people genuinely want to help people. Yeah, and it's even like when we get emails asking for help and asking questions, we always respond and we always want to help. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's truly lovely to know to learn that through this process and that when you do ask for help that usually you get a yes or you might get a not right now but I would love to send you this way and yeah so I think that's a great lesson for any business person or anyone following their dream is that asking for help isn't a sign of weakness it's actually like it's a great thing to do yeah it's like it's a sign of strength. Yeah, like, it's a bit yeah. Of, yeah, to be like, okay, I don't know everything there is about this topic, but I need to, I don't know, for some odd reason, and I'm gonna ask for help. Yeah. And you just feel so good after. Yeah. And then that the pe- person who helps you feels good as well.
1: And I think that's again back to that openness to experience. We have to be open to see that the people genuinely want to help. I think so yeah. many people get stuck in the habit of saying no. You know, they yeah they they complain perhaps that they don't have quite the social network or they, they're not getting the help that they need hmm. but the form of help that comes to them or the invitations that come to them they'll often find catch themselves saying no yes. so I think again it's it's building your resilience and getting to a, a spot where you can start to to be open to what's coming at you and see it for what it really is, that it is help or it is, you know, someone genuinely wanting to assist you in some way. Mm -hmm. So what about yourselves? What have you, each of you, if you could each answer this or maybe any one of you is Mm -hmm. going to answer, but what have you learned about yourselves through this process?
0: Um, I'm trying to think. I've got, I think we've learnt so much. We have both changed so much as individuals and sisters and as people in this whole process. Um, but I think the main thing, what would be the main thing that we've learned about ourselves? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I think definitely to value ourselves and our contribution. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think like most people, I don't know if it's like an Australian thing as well, like we seem to devalue devalue ourselves, you know, that whole like negative talk, we're not good enough, you um, or it's not cool to want to stand yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. And I think we've really, especially in the last little while, we've really begun to realise, okay, what we're doing is actually making a bit of a difference, um, not only to our own lives, creating like, you know, we're living our own dream, dreams, but um actually our contribution to like society and our, our network at the moment and like, which will continue to grow Mm. and then also I guess just like what we've learned about ourselves is that we we're very strong and we have commitment and passion for this for merrymakers and life in general and that's such an amazing lesson to learn and to just I think yeah the biggest thing we always said is just to keep following your bliss and keep to your intentions like always think back to you know what is my intention with this and what do I want to share and Having a heart-led business—that is yeah. probably one of the best things in the world—and we will always stay true to that. We um, we're very big on our intuition and going with our gut, and with any decision we make with Merrymakers, and that's probably even probably the biggest lesson is yeah. you know following that intuition, leading with your heart. What what is your heart saying? And go with that.
1: So it sounds like a, after the initial sort of courage of leaving your you know nine to five jobs, mm. that it's it sounds like over time to develop the strength and the positivity that you have now has also been about persisting despite the challenges and adversity.
0: Yeah, Mm, exactly. 100%. There are always going to be challenges. There are always going to be obstacles. But it is just about remembering why you started.
1: Yeah, and so despite that adversity, being able to find ways to move through it.
0: Yeah. So
1: what about some daily or weekly rituals that you guys do to keep yourself focused and balanced?
0: Yeah, um, we try to meditate daily. We probably don't do it every day, but at least four times a week, mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, Any and particular type? Type, was it, or time? Type. 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 Um, what, what do we... We just, we seriously sit in our laundry yeah. and focus on our breath, put on yeah. some, we listen to like instrumental music, like it might be like a yoga, like a yeah. CD that we have, and we just sit there until we feel like... We're ready to start our day. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes we'll like... like med- mindfulness almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sometimes we'll meditate on certain affirmations. Like mm. if we're feeling, I don't know, if we're feeling that like we need to lean towards something in particular for that day we'll meditate and we'll like talk about an affirmation together and then meditate on that affirmation Mm -hmm. sometimes we'll just like go for a walking meditation as well yeah like yeah which is yeah we love doing that because like we find it just like really fun to like be very mindful of your walk yeah look at the beautiful tree like isn't that crazy like sometimes it's just like bizarre like the thing going you,
1: into your senses like, yeah, you're what, like what can yeah, I see Molly. what can yeah. I smell yeah, again the mindfulness so yeah. actually I saw on Facebook your post of having a girl's night of meditation and I admired your beautiful chairs the little oh, yeah. the low yeah. ones <laughs> you'll That's have so to amazing. tell me where you got those
0: <laughs> they're super cute <laughs> they are cute
1: now just wrapping it up now girls it's been so fun to talk to you but how can how can the listeners find out more about you and where to find your ebooks and other things that you're up to
0: yeah, definitely. Well, The Merrymaker Sisters are over at www.themerrymakersisters.com.au and that's where you'll find all of our recipes and all of our happiness hacks, we like to call them, to live your healthiest, happiest life ever. That's great. Well...
1: I hope that the listeners have found today's information very merry, I'm sure. Well, I know I have. It's been lots of fun. I've been scratching down lots of notes while you've been talking. So don't forget to support the show by telling your friends or you can go to our Facebook page, Carrie Thompson Casey, that's Thompson without a P, and like us there and give us your feedback. You can also subscribe to the show in iTunes. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating if you like the show. You can also support us by going to the website, carrythompsoncasey.com. Thank you for joining me and see you on the next episode of The Abnormal Psychologist, where we share real people's stories and give you real ideas so that you can realize your potential. Take care, everybody.
0: Hello, Marcus Pierce here, CEO of The Wellness Couch and co host of 100 Not Out and Inside the Champion's Mind. If you are champing at the bit to take your 2015 to the next level, then I invite you to this special one night only event on Thursday, February 5. The Exceptional You Unleash Your Greatness is a boutique two hour workshop on designing your very own unique exceptional life blueprint. How have the most magnificent people ever to live conducted their lives? What wisdom have they passed on? What do they eat? How do they move? How do they think? And how can you be one of them? I share all of this at this special one-night-only event. Tickets are just $47 and a special two-for-one offer may still be available. For details, simply go to exceptionallifeblueprint.com.au or check out 100.0 on Facebook.